With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, still down at Danette. Fritzy under the weather. Hopefully he'll join us for Friday's show. Sean Salisbury, our good buddy, former NFL quarterback, will join us coming up a little bit later on. Michael Wilbon from the Mothership, pardon the interruption, will stop by as well. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Seton Webb, the poll question. Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. I have no idea who collects the emails, but we are uh, getting a lot of people who respond on Twitter, and some of the responses have to do with yesterday's show, the controversy that Seton O'Connor was roughing up Tom Cruise as an actor. And the people on Twitter are still speaking on your behalf, and they are refuting some of the things that you had to say. Let's recap what you said about Tom Cruise. I believe the Katy Perry of actors. Is that uh, what you said? This is, this is so typical of the media to twist <laughs> things into their own narrative. <laughs> okay, put it into context, Seton. The, the original discussion was you had you were shocked that Top Gun Maverick was not being nominated for awards. Yes. And you believe that it should be up for Golden Globes and Oscars and all that stuff. Yes. Of which I had said, well, it's a good movie, but it's not great. It was entertaining, but it was cheesy. Okay. And that somehow had spiraled into this crazy conversation where, yes, I, I had mentioned <laughs> Tom Cruise is like the Katy Perry of acting. He's tremendously successful, but no one is going to talk about how great of a voice or slash actor he is. Okay. No one is going down in Katy Perry as like, man, she could hit that high note, huh? Okay. No offense to Katy Perry. She's a great entertainer. Now, Katy Perry has listened to the show. Yeah. Remember when she sent a tweet out where she was backing up the back row? Oh, I see what's going on here. 
Seton used to be in the front row. Katy Perry sent a tweet a few years ago saying, suck it front row. To her 120 million followers. Oh. Correct, suck it front row. Now, hold on a second. If I had said mm. to Katy Perry, you're sort of like the Tom Cruise of singers, do you think she would be insulted by that? I don't know. Of course not. Nobody would be. You'd be like, I'm, yo, would you're Tom like. Would Tom Cruise be insulted? Mm. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. Yes, Paulie. We reached out to Tom Cruise's people. We've gotten no, no response comment. back. And okay. we checked Tom's social media channels, and he has not uh, clapped back, as the kids say. Whoa, he's not throwing any shade? He's not throwing shade at Seton. Cap. They, uh, that's Cap. Yeah. That's who's capping. Um, the, uh, the response has been either, uh, like, thank God, finally somebody said it, that okay. movie sucked, or you've already lost MVD. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Early defeat yeah. in January. Oh, what's with all the negativity from Seton lately? He's just being a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You, it, it was Jerk Wednesday yesterday. Hey now. Yeah. In fact, I suggested to Tyler, how about Jerk Chicken on Friday and dedicate it to Seton That's this week? one of the nicest things you've ever done for me. Thank you. Yeah. Jerk, Thank you. Jerk Chicken. You jerk. Yeah. Jamaican people upset Seton. Oh! Get it? He's filling uh, McLovin's role nicely. Though. I'm the Kingston of doing that. <laughs> Kingston, Jamaica. Kingston, Jamaica. Oh, okay. We could talk about oh, how. Oh, I see. Now you're yeah. not going to laugh at my no. jokes. No, I'm not. No, how does it all feel? These... Yeah. Yeah, how's it feel? I know. I need somebody to fake laugh at all of my crappy <laughs> jokes, too. Keep yeah. stirring it up, Bob yeah. Marley. Steer okay. it up. Steer it up. We could talk. You three little birds aren't going to. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how, with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Usually when we get done with the show, we're done with the show. We move on to the next day. But the people that we meet, if you go to the doctor's office or you go to get coffee or you go get a beer, people will bring these things up. So yesterday, I hear from somebody, somebody that I sort of know, but not friends. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, he finally said it. And I go, what? He goes, no, you said what a lot of people are afraid to say. And I go, what? That Christine McVie is a better singer than Stevie <laughs> Nicks of Fleetwood Mac. And I go, yes, I did say that. And I firmly believe that. He goes, yeah, you finally said it. Somebody finally said it, is what he told me. Yes, he. That was a big debate when I was a mailman, and we would be uh, casing our mail in the morning at the uh, post office. Yeah. That Christy McVeigh was a better singer than. Uh, <laughs> it's Stevie Nicks. It's Christy McVeigh. Or McVeigh. Mc what, oh, I said McVeigh. It's oh, Sean Mc McVeigh. Sean McVeigh. Christy McVeigh. Yeah. Right. Right. And right, I got a bad. problem with Sean McVeigh, by the way. Segway. All right. Uh, you got a uh, poll question for me? I do, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I thought you had one. There's rumblings that you came up with a poll today. Okay. Does a team playing this weekend, including Monday, win the Super Bowl? Okay. Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jaguars, Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings. Stop me when you have a Super Bowl team. Ravens, Bengals, Cowboys, Buccaneers. No, I'm just saying, is there a team playing this weekend? Because the last two years, the Rams and the... Buccaneers, they played Wild Card Weekend. How about this then, the poll? Which team playing this weekend would you bet on to make the Super Bowl? Make the Super Bowl. I think that's fair. Or win it. These, yeah, the two previous years. Let's those, go win it. Those teams, yeah, okay. Uh, 
Who would I pick? Go ahead, Paul. I, I think I would go with the 49ers. If you look at what the 49ers did last year mm-hmm. with their defense, they almost got to the Super Bowl without throwing touchdowns on offense. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo did very little, and they were close. And uh, Brock Purdy seems a little... Maybe he doesn't know he's not great yet, but he's playing well enough that they could pitch a few shutouts. Okay, but we've had rookie quarterbacks do well in the postseason. Correct? Yes. Mostly they don't. Oh, I have, they don't? Mostly they, they're terrible. Oh, okay. I, I thought that uh, the spin was Brock Purdy could fall in the line of other quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks. Who... I've got the quarterbacks rookie quarterback quiz later today, but ooh, I can tell you ooh, since ooh. 1980, rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs, starting a playoff games, are 9 and 19. That's not good. 9 and 19. That's that not good. That's uh, E-me, pilot error. Yes, Eden. So is this poll question essentially then like who you got, Chiefs, Eagles, or the field? Yes, pretty much. Chiefs and Eagles are the only two teams not playing this weekend. Yes. But you have teams playing this weekend. If I took Buffalo off, who would you take? See, the Bengals concern me because they have two of their offensive linemen out. And earlier this year, you know, the the problems with Joe Burrow being sacked, they started out the year 0-2. We wondered about the offensive line. They have two of their starters out for this game. But this line is, if Lamar Jackson was playing... I would I would uh, lean towards the Ravens winning this game, but doesn't look like he is. The Ravens started the week plus six and a half, according to DraftKings. It's now up to eight and a half because of the reports of Lamar's questionable availability. We know that Tua Tonga-Vailoa is not going to play this weekend. The line started out ten and a half versus the Bills. The news of Tua being ruled out, that line is now 13 with Skylar Thompson Jr. the third starting for the Miami. If I would have said, hey, do you realize when the playoffs start, these two quarterbacks are going to play a significant role for their teams? And if I would have said Skylar Thompson, you would have said, I don't even know what team he's on. <laughs> and maybe if I said Brock Purdy, you would have said, I don't know what team he's on. But those two quarterbacks are starting for their teams this weekend. Yeah, Paul. If you would have told me in September, I would have been surprised by Daniel Jones being in the playoffs well, at this juncture. Well, that's true. Okay. They were not predictably Blue. good. Blue. You know, but the, the Tua Tungavailoa situation is interesting because this is a team with him is formidable. The offense is probably, what, eight or nine points better when he's out there. And without him, they're a team that averages 16 points a game. But you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Dangerous. And can break open a game. But will they be able to do that? A team that barely squeaked into the playoffs, losing five of their last six. And Tua had two reported concussions. The possible third unreported head injury. Also had the back injury. And I wonder if they didn't, what felt like, rush him back into playing and let him sit a little longer. Would he be playing? September and October. Now, you might say they would have lost games and maybe they wouldn't have qualified for the playoffs. I understand that. But, you know, we're all about the health and safety. We're talking about DeMar Hamlin. Self, uh, you know, the, uh, the health and safety. And absolutely. But we should be doing the same thing for Tua Tungabailoa. Because I think he had a third concussion. You can say he had a back injury. And by the way, 
you have a back injury like that, I never heard any follow-up of, oh my gosh, that could happen again. Or is he being treated for that? He could have a back injury and a head injury. And I wonder if you're the Miami Dolphins. And these are hard questions. What are you going to do with Tua? So he's finishing his third year. They're not going to extend him after, after this year. Now, he was an MVP candidate. And I think legitimately with the numbers and the success of the team, when they were, what, eight and three, he was playing great. But if I remove the concussions, then, then I could see Miami extending him. But you can't say this. The Dolphins can't go, well, you know, with the uh, concussions, the head injury, we're not going to uh, offer him a contract. You can't say that publicly. And then Mike Florio, he did it again. He brought up Tom Brady. Could Tom Brady end up in Miami after all? And I'm thinking, really? I guess. But then you throw in Sean Payton into the mix. Mike McDaniel, I think, by all accounts, did a pretty good job this year. You know, when they had everybody healthy, they were a formidable team. So you lose two of her four games, you still make the playoffs. He's due to make just under $5 million upcoming 2023. But the Dolphins could keep him on the roster as a backup to Brady. If Brady <laughs> does... No, I know. I know. This is, this is what's being talked about. A rest and recovery year and Brady takes the helm. But I don't know if I could do this where I go, uh, hey, we're going to bring in Sean Payton. Uh, we'll keep Mike McDaniel as your offensive coordinator. That's not going to happen. Could he lose his job after one year going to the playoffs with a quarterback who got banged up this year? But the, the Brady to the Dolphins goes back to being around his family, being around his kids, because he's going to have other options. Is he going to go to Vegas? And it feels like everybody thinks he's going to play next season. Foregone conclusion, he's playing next season. No matter what happens against the Cowboys, he's playing. And I'm like, okay. Maybe I'm the only one that's going, I guess there's still a chance that he, you know, if they lose to the Cowboys, does he want to come back to Tampa Bay? Does he want to go someplace else? And Florio brought this up on Pro Football Talk where this is a possibility. Yeah, Paulie. It's such a weird thing to think about. If you remove the names, the Dolphins have a 24-year-old quarterback who had the best season of his life, led the league in quarterback rating they would consider replacing him with a 46-year-old quarterback who finished under 500 this year. Mm. Just if you take away the names, but once you put Brady's name on it, you're like, oh, that's you got to give some credence to it. By the way, I heard from a good source. So far, this year, Maverick Top Gun has... Sources? What? Your sources? I have a source. <laughs> Your Hollywood connection? I have a source. <laughs> oh, boy. I... You know what? I'm going to take a break because I'm going to let you guys just think about it. What? Teasworthy? Yes. <laughs> I have a, a so Hey, if Adam Schefter can have sources all over the place, so can I. <laughs> You're going to make fun of Tom Cruise on my watch? Then you be, better be ready for a battle. You're on the wall? I. Uh, you want me on that wall. <laughs> you need me on that wall. And I've got sources who are going to back up. My Maverick, Top Gun, is a damn good movie. Top Gun Maverick was uh, nominated for Shh. best. Shh. Drama. Shh. This is my story. I'm going to take a break here. 
Speak your truth, Dan. Speak your truth. <laughs> I, I will. It's your journey. Free your mind. The rest will follow. Let's take a break back after this. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. You could use a break. If your business has five or more employees, managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone, it's a refund of your taxes. The challenge, getting your hands on it, and that's where GetRefunds.com comes in handy. Team of tax attorneys they put together, highly trained in a little-known payroll tax refund program, already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. And maybe they can help you as well. And keep in mind, they do all the work. No charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, even if you took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. So find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund program is only available for a limited amount of time. So don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. What do you have to lose? GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Light. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Light, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Uh, let's bring in our good buddy, Sean Salisbury, former NFL quarterback, host of the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790 in Houston. Let me start with something that was just brought up again by a listener. Do you think Lamar Jackson's contract status has anything to do with his availability against the Bengals this weekend? I would hope not, Dan, because I'd go back to the preseason when he could have said, I'm not showing up like we've seen guys do in the past and not play the, 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 the regular season. Um, maybe it's sitting on the point where the frustration started to build and a teammate of his and Roquan Smith got paid. Yeah. Um, maybe it all the, the, the cumulative effect, Dan. But I'd like to think, and I'm going to give Lamar more credit than that, to think that if considering legacy and on the line that he and his well, places people don't talk about but him and thinking about it, that with a chance to do something he hasn't done and get to a Super Bowl, I think he'd like to do it. I'm in the back of his mind. You don't want to get hurt, but I think he would have done it at the beginning, not the end. I think that he's probably just not fit and ready to play. You, of course, cover the Texans. Uh, they lost the number one pick, and we were wondering in the moment if you if if you get the touchdown. Now it's a fourth and twenty, and right. you're going to go for a two point conversion. Um, you're going to lose the number one overall pick. Now, now, Lovey Smith is trying to save his job, and Davis Mills is trying to save his job as the starting quarterback. I understand all those things. But if your management, could you have somehow got a message down to say, let's run an elaborate two-point conversion that we know might not succeed so we can get the number one, team, uh, number one pick there? Well, I'd have spread it out of the press box as a general manager, and I'd have knocked his ass out before he made the play call. That's what I'd have done. Dan, is there a, if, if such thing as a crappy win? That was it. Now, That's a bad you know win. This. That's a oh, bad win. Bad win. No doubt about it. Because number one is, Lovey Smith wasn't saving his job. I, I guarantee you they knew going into that that he wasn't coming back because they didn't just wake up after the game and say, I think we'll – fire him they knew going in that no matter what the, even if they'd have won by 40 dan he wasn't going to keep this job yeah. so yeah I, I would have said first off davis mills yeah we, we want you to i know we want to showcase you but i think we're going to run the, the inside zone read with jeff driscoll the whole game that's how you control it because you know dan players and coaches are like even if you know you're not going to get fired or are you're like screw that I'm going to leave it all on the table, and so are the players. Davis Mills doesn't want you drafted Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, so of course they're going to play it. Now, i got to tell you, it sure as heck also looked like the Colts. I mean, when you jump up and the ball goes through your hands and you're going like that and completely missing, it's like, come on, get a stop on two fourth downs. But, yeah, I would have created it in the, in the week leading up to it. I would have all of a sudden about eight players have hammy problems. They wouldn't have played. I wouldn't have let it happen, Dan, because it sure sounds a lot better to control the draft as the one pick, yeah. especially a team that needs it, than the two pick, regardless of who you want to take. Are the Texans attractive enough for Sean Payton to strongly consider taking that job, if offered? Well, you heard Nick Casario say, if there's a coach that wants the job or doesn't like what I'm doing, I'll step aside. Sure you will. No, you won't. Um, you know, the, the talk of Sean wanting to bring in like a Jeff Ireland, a guy he can stand shoulder to shoulder with. Now, sometimes you may say that, then all of a sudden a guy grabs you and says, I'm the guy for you and the head coach and the, and the GM, which I believe, Dan, both have to be alphas, but take ego and pride aside. And even if you disagree on certain things, you got to be able to discuss it and talk it out. That hasn't been the case here. They've hired coaches that they expected to be bridge coaches to this situation. Hell, if you're Nick Casario... Hire a guy for selfish reasons to save your job. Um, attractive enough, Dan, 
great, plenty of room in the salary cap, all these assets. Uh, uh, Texas is a great place to coach football. The problem is the trust and the dysfunction. Does Sean Payton believe that even he can fix the dysfunction that's gone on in this building? If he had his own guy, he probably would. For him, probably not, Dan, because I think he wants his own guy. But it is an attractive job if you can sift through the trust and dysfunction, which is a big, big sift through here in Houston. If you're the Bears GM, are you trading Justin Fields and taking Bryce Young? I'm not. I've seen it because I'm not sure five years from now, as much as I love Bryce Young, and I think he's got that it factor that, that, that we can't teach. It's just there. And it's not just potential, Dan. I've seen production. You know, we talk about potential. Potential gets coaches fired. Production and potential together lead you to places like Trevor Lawrence has done and Herbert and Burrow. I think Bryce Young's got that. I'm not big on the measurables. I think they're overrated. I need, can the guy win for me and elevate everybody in the building and maximize? I think Bryce Young can. But if I can continue to see growth with Justin Fields, if I was Chicago, I would not trade that pick. I would not trade Justin Fields. Now, if somebody, I'm listening to every call. If you're going to make me three first-round pick offers, then I'd probably do it because I don't think I'm going to lose much. I've seen enough of Justin Fields to tell me there is growth there and potential, and I'm not sure in five years who's going to be better, Fields or Bryce Young. He's got to improve as a passer, but with all the things that you need, I think there's still room to get Justin Fields to grow, but I'm going to answer the bat phone to every call you make, but my priority is not to trade Justin Fields for a college quarterback um, just yet. If I got a good um, offer for Justin Fields, then I would yep. trade him. If, because if I think right. Bryce Young and Justin Fields are similar, I can reset the quarterback clock with Bryce Young. I know, 100%. And I, I, know, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dan. Yeah, yeah, but Justin Fields, is that's not sustainable. It's great to watch. It's not sustainable. And we've watched this down through history. You know, Bryce Young can be more sustainable, and I can reset the clock. Maybe I get a first round and a third round pick for Justin Fields. Something, now, yeah, you know, Dan, maybe. It, it, no, if the if the offer is like that, where it is, I'm gaining assets first round. If you give me like what they got for Trey Lance, let's just say, for instance, what the 49ers gave up, right, yeah. Dan, in the draft to get Trey Lance or something in that. If you were to get that, there's no doubt because you're exactly right sustainability we've seen it it looks good but i can tell you this we don't win super bowls by starting a guy who can extend the pocket and then once in a while beat you from inside it we win super bowls from the hula hoop in the pocket and then if we can extend the play and go to great championship quarterbacks got to beat you throwing on time with accuracy and throwing people open so if you make me an offer i can't refuse i'm with you because do i believe bryce uh, Bryce Young can walk into the Chicago Bears and make them better overnight. I don't know about seven games better, but you're damn right I do. So, But mm. it has to be an offer that I won't let out of the building because I can reset. And I think Bryce Young right now is a far better guy inside the tackles than Justin Fields. But it better be an offer I can't refuse. Sean Salisbury, former NFL and USC quarterback, host of the Sean Salisbury Show, Sports Talk 790 in Houston. Um Tom Brady to the Dolphins. Mike Florio floated that. Same source who told him when you know Tom was going to go there with Sean Payton and then you had the Brian Flores lawsuit. Now he's bringing it back up again. You could keep two on the roster. Tom comes in, 
And he also floated the idea of Sean Payton going to the Dolphins, which would mean Mike McDaniel would be a one-and-done, having taken this team to the playoffs. Right. The likelihood that Tom Brady would go to the Dolphins is what, in your opinion? I think higher than we think. I think you'd throw the Raiders into it because of Josh McDaniels. I think the likelihood that Tom Brady plays again and maybe somewhere else is more likely that than he retires, Dan. Even all that, what, $375 million that's waiting on him. Um, I don't th- but I got to tell you, <laughs> they're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night. And this dude in January doesn't lease it or rent it. He Whoa. owns it. They're going they're, they're, they're to win on Monday. They're going to win on Monday night. Now, they're getting healthier. Listen, okay. I know the record says they haven't been good. But think about the NFC quarterbacks. If I took every NFC quarterback and stuck every one of them in Philadelphia, who do you trust the most in January, Dan? Tom Brady. So, is t- will Tom walk from Tampa? Maybe. But can I see in Miami him going to Miami, which is obviously the but, talk but, about him wanting to go. But, Sean, I trust Brady in January. I don't trust this team in that, January. That, that's my – oh, I trust him more than I trust the way the Dallas Cowboys are up and down like the Dow Jones and Dak throwing the ball to the other team because they're going to cut it loose defensively. I don't think they can win a Super Bowl with the way they've played. I said – if you took all the NFC quarterbacks, now the gauntlet of the AFC is brutal, yeah. friggin' brutal. But you took them all, all those quarterbacks in the NFC and said, you have the same roster, San Francisco's roster, Philly's roster, Dallas's roster. Who do you trust the most? You're taking 12 in Tampa. You just are on any of those rosters. Now, I trust Philly's team more. I trust the 49ers team more. But, Dan, that's why I'm saying we're talking about a 45-year-old who in January still can make enough plays. The question is, can they keep him upright? And can he play well? If Dak turns it over a couple times, Tampa's winning at home. Now, as far as his future, Mm. I can see Tom playing in another uniform wearing number 12. Sean Payton, what's not to love about that? It'd be weird to watch Mike McDaniel leave after one season and get into the playoffs. But if you can get Brady, no offense to Tua, you're a better football team with Tom Brady and Sean Payton than you are with Tua and uh, Sean Payton. There's no question about it. I don't know what the Rams are doing. Because if I'm running the Rams, I say to Sean McVay, come on in today. And you're not going to leave the building until you make a decision. Because, right. because I have coaches who are now free to leave. Like, I have to run a team. I, I'm not running a, Sean, what do you want to do with your life? I'm running a football team. Why aren't the Rams saying to Sean McVay, You can't hold us hostage. We want you back. Or you want to take a year off. Take the year off. You know, we'll we'll bring in somebody on an interim basis. But but you can't be doing this. You did it last year to us. We gave you a new contract here. Like this can't be have you can't be the Aaron Rodgers of quarterbacks where you're going, "Ah, you know, I don't know. Give me a little bit of time. I gotta ask Sean McVay to make you give me a damn answer right now. And that's it. And allow us to move on. Dan, a couple things that, and here's the thing, all this player empowerment that I, I'm, I'm a little bit over, you guys get to decide what they want, where they want to trade to. I'm, I'm not buying the coach empowerment in this. Now, I love Sean McVay. I think he's a hell of a coach. But guess what? We're all replaceable. And if he comes in and still hymns and haws, Dan, to, to your point, guess what? I'll, I'll make the decision for him. I, I, I will. Because, there's listen, there's guys out there, and I know the broadcast saying, and he's in his 30s, and he's a hot commodity, and he's a great coach. But didn't Les Snead and the ownership give up every asset on yeah. the planet to get Sean Payton what he wanted 
and he won a Sean Super McVay. Bowl with it. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, Sean McVay. Yes, yeah. Sean McVay. To get him what he wanted and get a Super Bowl. So now that we robbed Peter, we got to pay Paul. I need a decision, and I need it immediately because if you do, if he's not all in, Dan, I can tell you this, they're not going to be back in the playoffs. They, they, they will, they, and they, they're begging for assets now anyway because some of their guys are getting older. Some of their players are facing that decision. And Matt Stafford's coming off an injury. So you're damn right. We gave you what you wanted. Now we're asking for a meeting. And we're not – the doors are locked until you give us a yes or no. And if it's a kind of, I'll help make the decision for yeah. you. As much as I like Sean McVay, you don't get to hold my franchise hostage. We're struggling enough this year to find enough players and assets to build for a future. We got our ring. That doesn't mean you get to hold us hostage. I 100% agree with you. All right, Paulie, the rookie quarterback playoff quiz. We'll play that with Sean. Okay. Uh, recently, a lot of quarterbacks in their rookie year made the playoffs. Mac Jones last year. But um, there have been 28 quarterbacks since 1980 to start a, a playoff game as a rookie. So I'm going to go decade by decade and just give you a couple notes. A couple guys have won two playoff games as rookies. And if you can guess that, that'd be very tough. Um, give me an 80s quarterback who started as a rookie in the playoffs. Uh, did Marino's team make the playoffs as a rookie? I know his second year they went to the Super Bowl. Correct, Sean. Did Dan-, Dan Marino. Okay. 1983. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you a hint that's one that's hard to get. Dieter Brock of the Rams Oh, came from the CFL, Sean, your kind of guy. He started two games for the Rams in the 85-86 playoffs. Dieter Brock, right. number five? Does that sound Yes, weird? and when 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 you CFLers come to the NFL, you throw out all the records, okay? <laughs> That's a great cup legend talking Okay, there. so Dieter Brock, Dan Marino. One more from the 80s. He was just fired for betting on a game. Just fired for betting on a game. Oh, it was... Uh, Bernie Kosar. Bernie. Yeah, Bernardo Kosar, yeah. <laughs> Greatest mechanics of all time. <laughs> Bernie no, Kosar is correct. Bernie was a guy who'd be here, and he'd come here, and he'd say, what are you doing? Oh, great He, throw, he was doing I the no-look pass before Mahomes was. Dan, remember how I could do Dan Marino's cadence? Yeah. Let me show you one day when we're in live <laughs> or maybe at the Super Bowl. I can give you Bernie Kosar better than old number 20 can give you himself. Or was he at 20 and Bernie, 20, give, 19 in the pro, 20 in college. Give the audience a little bit of your Dan Marino at the uh, line, line of scrimmage. Well, you know how, Dan, we hear all the sound now. 119 and Aaron Rodgers came. Well, Marino was very simple. He was well ahead of it before the times. He'd be like, Mike is right, Mike right. And he'd be licking his fingers about 14 times while he was saying it. <laughs> Mike right, and he'd pop back in the gun, and he'd say, Mike, Mike's 55. Down, set, and we're on three. Five, 180. One is da 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 It's like da 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 da. Dan, you said three. Yeah, just, just so what you do, you'd snap it on the first one to get to the da 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 da. Dan, what are you saying? And it was never hot. Da 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 da. Yeah, my guy. And Danny'd be all red faced, and he'd drop back and couldn't move three inches, and he'd throw for six hundred yards oh, on I you. Know. So all right, all timer. Uh, do we have uh, the nineties now? The nineties, Dan. I'll give you. Uh, Jim Everett also started as a rookie uh, for the right. Rams in the eighties. In the 90s, only one quarterback as a rookie started in the playoffs. It was for the Raiders in 1991. That's how big of a hint I can give you. It couldn't have been Jay Bird Schrader because he came out a lot earlier than that. Yeah. Um, the hint 91. is... Can you, can, can you give me the college? Your college. My college. Vince Evans. Todd Marinovich. Oh! oh. Well, I mean, here I am saying Vince Evans, who's older than me, and I got him started as a rookie in the 90s. But, but Vince did play for the – yeah, Marinovich, that's right. 
who came out as a true sophomore, I think, to play for the Raiders, right? I mean, remember that? And he was, that's right. That was the time when you didn't have to be on campus yeah. three years. That's exactly yeah. right. What else do we have, Paul? Let's get to the 90s. Uh, one, no, that was the 90s. Okay, sorry, the 2000s. Okay. Uh, one from Tampa, one from Pittsburgh, one for Atlanta, and one for Baltimore. And a couple guys, multiple, multiple starts as rookies. Gosh, dang. Um, who did uh, from Cal for Baltimore? Bowler? Kyle Bowler. Nope. Joe Flacco, as a rookie okay. in 09, oh. started three playoff games. Yeah, Seton. Wow. Ben Roethlisberger? That's correct. Two playoff okay, games. Okay, give me the other teams. Give me the other teams. Atlanta, 2009. Atlanta, 2009. Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan's correct. And this okay, one, well, that had to be him, considering the length of his career. Good call. Tampa in 2000, scrambling quarterback, I think out of Tulane. Sean King. Sean King is correct. Ooh. Started two playoff games. Got a win for Tampa. Ooh, nice. Okay, now in the 2000s, there's been a bunch. But here's the, here's the one. Is this the 2010s? Yeah, 2010s. Okay. All right. This quarterback in his rookie year started three playoff games, the most of anybody, and won two of them. And he's also from USC. Well, let's see. Carson Palmer. 2010. The Sanchez? Oh, okay. uh, the Sanchez. Oh, Mark Sanchez. They went to the <laughs> and they went to the AFC championship game. Yeah. Mark Sanchez. With Rex Ryan as their coach. And I believe they led the league in rushing. Um, and wasn't Marty Schottenheimer's son? That's right. The offensive coordinator on those teams? The Sean Green years. That yeah, Mark Sanchez yeah, there you go. Games. Right. Listen, uh, like a win in doubt, throw out the record when USC quarterbacks come to the playoffs. <laughs> Well, Except, of course, mine. Yeah. Does anyone want another shot at a random one? Here's some random ones for the past 10 years. Connor Cook started for the Raiders in a playoff okay. game. Okay. Against uh, the Texans when Derek Carr was having an MVP season and he couldn't throw the ball in the ocean if he was standing in a boat that day. <laughs> TJ Yates. Oh, that's who I was going to go with. Two, oh. A couple of playoff starts. TJ Yates. And then, ha, 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 Andrew Luck. Oh. As a rookie. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, no, wasn't that young? Paulie does his Andrew Luck impersonation. <laughs> Sean Salisbury loved him at USC. Big oh. gunslinger. Loved him in Canada. Loved Canadian arts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. To, he did that to Andrew Luck. I oh. said, "You got to do your impersonation, Andrew Luck." I got my new flip phone. It's a, it's a Nokia. The oh. Nokia. It's a three series. Oh, that's pretty good. good. The laugh at the end is so oh, that's oh, Salisbury. It's a steak. It's not a person. It's a fine steak. Any other? Uh, is that it? We're done with the Mac rookie? Jones, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson Jr. the third, and Robert Griffin the third. Robert Griffin Jr. the third. Dude, when Bob Griffin was a rookie, he was off the charts. Now, yeah, he could run off the charts. He could go yes, a little bit. He could go a little bit. All right, we'll see you in Arizona. Can't wait. Love you guys. Thank Thanks, you, buddy. Man. That's Sean All Salisbury. Right. Oh, you gave him USC questions. I, you know, it's, he was a guest. No, he should have got those. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, 
I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This guy wins awards, Michael Wilbon. Wilbon, ESPN, pardon the interruption, co-host and NBA countdown analyst joins us on the program. All right, is this Michael the journalist or Michael the Bears fan that we're talking to right now? God, I don't even know that the journalist, I think he's retired. You know, by the way, I know you know, because I know how well-versed you are. And all kinds of music. You know that was Al Green and not Barry White. No, but I wanted to be Barry White. You wanted to be Barry White? Barry as opposed to Al, Dan. Well, no, I couldn't, I couldn't sing like Al Green. I could do the deeper <laughs> voice because Barry, okay. Barry White would talk to you when he would be singing. He'd be like, yes, he, he right. would. He would. He would start every time. Very yeah. good. All right, ladies. Good, good Barry White treatment. Yeah. Um, I guess I got to have the, the Bears fan, I, you know, uh, the new Bears president in, in Chicago, anyway, is my neighbor. And, you know, we're, you know, I, I, I think we both describe each other as friends. And I'm conflicted about this, obviously, because I'm an alum of one. But before I bled purple um, and, and, and went to a Big Ten school, I've been a Bears fan since I can remember. So six years old, five years old. And this is an intriguing hire. And I think I'm. I know I'm glad, which I wouldn't be otherwise if it was the you know Cincinnati Bengals or some other team. But because of the Bears, um, and he's and he's president and CEO, I'm I'm pretty happy for him and for the organization. Okay, but are you in a good position? You have the number one overall pick, and you know the Bears are interesting for a change, uh, just because yeah. they have this decision makes them interesting. Do you keep Justin Fields or do you trade him and take Bryce Young? Reset the quarterback I, clock. I keep, I keep Justin Fields. I don't need to reset anything. 
I'm not procedural. I mean, you know me long enough or well enough. I don't give a damn about that stuff. Um, you keep the guy who has shown you he has something in him. And I know he's got to get better as a passer, but I don't like quarterbacks who are like the size of, you know, Kyler Murray. That that's not that ain't getting it for me. Okay. Now, I know he's bigger than that, but Bryce, who's a tremendous talent, I mean, he's, what is he, he's, a, he's a model. I don't think he could take the pounding. You see the pounding Justin Fields has taken at 6'3", 225 pounds? I don't, want, I don't want my quarterback taking that pounding. I like Justin Fields, and let's use the pick. Let, let's figure out how to attract and use that leverage and, and, and surround him. They got more money than any team, and they got picks. I don't want to hear any excuses from the new Bears GM, Ryan Poles. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah, it's about scouting now. If I thought Bryce Young was a franchise quarterback uh, and drastic, and you know, a, an upgrade, absolutely, I would trade Justin Fields. I would get some draft picks back, and I then I reset the quarterback contract clock. That helps us. I know we have all this money now. I got a uh, another first round pick. I send Justin Fields someplace else. And I get a guy who ha- who plays the game in a more sustainable way. Justin Fields, this isn't sustainable. It's fascinating. No, it isn't. But that that's what it would worry me, right. Mike. Is I, I think it's like Lamar Jackson. Eventually, you can see all of these injuries piling up. Cam Newton, the injuries pile up. It's like first five years or six years of a career, we're like, ah, oh, he's unbelievable. Then all of a sudden, nicked up, surgery, shoulder, knee, ankle. Uh, I don't and want. What, my, and what makes us what makes us think that's not going to be the case? I don't think he plays that way. Alabama. I don't think he plays uh, that way. I think he has he the had, ability. He had injuries in college. He, he had injuries in college that Justin Fields didn't have. He had well, but did you watch those Ohio State games? Nobody ever got close to the uh, quarterback, and they had those great wide receivers. There you go, and that's what the Bears have to do. <laughs> Make it. So, that, I know. I'm serious. That's what. So he, first of all, he doesn't. What you're, what you're proving to me is, you know, he doesn't have to play that way. Justin Fields, he completed seventy three percent of his passes as a senior. He can pass the, he can throw the football. So get some, get a line which he didn't have. True. And get and get another receiver. He had two his rookie year, but he's he's also played in three different offensive systems in three years. Let's get some stability and some talent around him. It doesn't have to be sustainable. He doesn't have to and should not be trying to play that way. Uh, you're a buzzkill. You know, we, we're trying to get excitement here and have people care about the Bears and doing something drastic like this. So, so having a great quarterback and winning, they, they, you know, you got you to trade the quarterback, really? Because all the franchises I see you having buzz about every day for all these years, Dan, the teams have quarterbacks. Nobody's talking about when he was in his third year trading Aaron Rodgers. Nobody was talking about trading Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's going to be great like that. Nobody's talking about trading the kid, uh, Justin Herbert. Put a good quarterback back there. I don't need to trade him. I don't want the Bears to be a clown show. I want them to be a professional <laughs> football team. Uh, I know you, uh, since you're, you're a Bears fan, then you're not used to rooting in the, uh, in the playoffs. So who, uh, who's your uh, feel-good team? Well, I don't know if it's a feel good, but I, I have, for, I don't know, some weeks now thought the Bengals and Niners are the two teams that will wind up in the Super Bowl. And I don't have any problem seeing Philadelphia, the, the, the one seeds, you know, Philadelphia, Kansas City. I don't think there's any argument against them. I just think that the Bengals and Niners okay. are the teams that I, I think, you know, speaking of 
at least one of those teams having a quarterback nobody wants to trade for other picks, Joe Burrow. Um, I just I just think those teams rate if, if you if you give me a championship game in each one of those conferences, Kansas City, Cincinnati, we've seen Cincinnati beat them. Um, and and Niners Philly, I'm going to take the Niners, but but that would those would be good matchups. But Dan, I got to tell you, I, the, the playoffs don't start off with a bang. The first round, I'm looking at it. You know, you got two teams, you got two games that are duds. To me, the Baltimore game. I mean, may, maybe they have a 10 percent chance. Miami has zero percent chance of winning zero. Okay. And so you got two games, you know, right out the box that are duds to me. And I'm looking at the playoffs, going, okay. People don't look at the NFL playoffs with, and they're not discerning. They don't care. They just want their football and they'll cheer for anything. I get that. But I'm looking at it going, eh, they're all rematches. Two of them are duds. Not starting off with a bang the first weekend as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you got the Dolphins game. They're now 13-point dogs, and uh, the Ravens started out at 6.5-point underdogs. They're now up to 8.5. We're talking to Michael Wilbon from Pardon the Interruption. I was watching you and uh, Mr. Tony, and uh, I agreed with Tony on a couple of things. What's going on with Calipari at Kentucky and how they're treating him. Also, mm-hmm. if I'm the Rams, I say to Sean McVay, you make a decision here because we got coaches yeah. who are leaving. We have to run a franchise. We're not here to you know, help you get your next job. You're not Belichick. <laughs> yes. We need you to tell us, and if you want to leave, you want to take a year off, fine, but tell us now. Because we went yeah. through this last year, we gave you a contract, gave you a contract extension. You owe it to us. We don't owe anything to you. We owe you owe it to us to tell us what you want to do. And if you want to sit out a year, you want to do TV for a year and come back, great. But tell us now. I, it'd be a real short conversation between me if I was Mr. Cronky and my football coach um, McVeigh. I would just say you in or out today. Now, in or out, I, I turn around and walk out the door. Um, he seems like he's got a lot of things potentially working. He's got something on every eye of the stove. Okay. But then, then, then I'd be looking for my next coach if I'm the Los Angeles Rams brass. And in terms of Cal, I mean, with Tony and I are locked up on both those topics. Uh, with Cal, I, it's, it's like, a, as I analogize, it's like a pop-up store. John Calipari can set up shop, particularly in the transfer portal era, which we're deep into. He can set up shop wherever he wants, and within a year be in the NCAA tournament, and within two be a threat. So, I mean, to hell with Kentucky. I mean, you know, college football fans, college sports fans, football and basketball are the worst. And it's usually college football fans. It's, it's, it's basketball and bluegrass. But, you know, people are crazy. And, you know, they, you know, I used Nebraska as an example yesterday. They ran somebody out because he went 9-3 and three too often. They haven't been 9-3 and three since in the last Oh, Frank Solich. I, I kept thinking, Solich. remember he went to Ohio U and did great at Ohio U with yes. that program. Yes. I'm like, Frank Solich wasn't sexy enough for Nebraska, or Nebraska thought they were better than Frank. And I, I just thought he was, you know, they would kill for nine wins now, Mike. Of course they would for the last decade. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, Kentucky, this unbelievable. It's not unbelievable. It's believable. How spoiled and what egos and what babies as a group they are. So I, if I'm a Cal, I'd say, you know what? Here's my resignation. How many people wouldn't be after Calipari within an hour? 
He can set up shop wherever he wants and say, I'll be at the, I'll be in the transfer portal for a week. Give me some time. Uh, I brought this up. Do we have too much scoring in the NBA? Are there... Maybe. I think the Maybe. NBA has become Major League Baseball, Mike, that it's home run or nothing, it's a three-pointer or yeah. nothing. And it and I, while I love scoring, I love offense, I never played yeah. defense in my life, but <laughs> at, at some... I don't think the game is better. I think the numbers are better. I don't think right. the game is better. Same thing with baseball. Agree with you. Uh, home mm-hmm. runs are up. The game is not better in baseball. Yeah. But you know what? It isn't, Dan. And, and of course, this is why Theo Epstein has been hired by baseball to fix baseball. Because all these things are a television show. That's what they are. And the NBA decided consciously, intentionally, that defense was bad for the product and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't art. And they decided they, they always go too far. Every league goes too far. The NFL, I'm not going to say the NFL went too far because strategically it, it's about health and safety more so than the other sports. But look at the NHL. Scoring's at a 25-year high. The NBA, it's at a 50-year high. I mean, you got to go back to, I think it's actually 60. I think it's 1963. So I'm with you. I, the game is not better. Is a little bit too much. There's no defense at all. They've legislated it out, but the NFL did the same thing. And they all do it for one reason. It's a television show. Yep. They wanted to look a certain way on television. That's where, this, even though most players don't even know this, it's, it's, this is the primary stream of revenue that, that makes it go, is television. And so the NBA is, it has sought to do that, and baseball's doing it. Baseball's trying to do it. They got to get action back in the game, and that's what Theo's charged with the responsibility, the task. He's charged with, but they're all at the same time trying to figure out how to be more appealing on television. And in the process, eh, I like I trust Theo to come closer to getting it right personally than others because basketball just doesn't have. There's no. There's no. Can you imagine? I mean, Charles Oakley. In today's game, he would just stand on the floor and shrug and say, "What is this? What are yeah. we doing here?" Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have a role. No, they need, they wouldn't even bring him in. They wouldn't sign him. They say, "Look, when you put you on a ten day, you you're not a stretch four. <laughs> you're a power forward. We're you're 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 you're, you're, not, you're a stretch. We're not a stretch four. I'm not sure we can have you. It's just, it's a weird thing. And so, Dan, look, you've covered as many playoff years as I have. Maybe you think there's a chance." Is there some correcting that can go on by the time we get to the middle of April, in your opinion? No. Like, how would they correct you don't it? See it? Start calling some, start, start, start allowing people to, and maybe, you know what, maybe the, the instincts are so removed from the game right now that maybe there's no correcting. But, but I mean, Mike, I had the commissioner still... on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I said to Adam Silver, can you call carrying? Like, how did it get to the point where, right. I mean, it's egregious. Right. And you can't it guard, is. you cannot guard anybody. If they have that much athleticism and you give them that much of an advantage of I get to carry yep. the ball? Yep. I, you know, Agreed. how did we get from Allen Iverson and John Stockton carrying it to now everybody right. carries it, Mike? Everybody. Everybody. Well, Dan, they, they are cracking down. Like, last night, just watching three or four games, sampling three or four games, there were a lot of traveling calls. I mean, I saw a half dozen in like two hours. 
So they made that adjustment with traveling. So do it with carrying the ball. Exactly. Palming, as we used to call it in the old days. I'm I'm in agreement with you. So if you can make those kinds of adjustments on the fly, maybe there's some hope. And and Look, it becomes a little bit more of a slow dance once we get to mid-April anyway. I'd like to see some – look, if you can't defend Giannis, that he's gonna have. We're gonna have. We're gonna have a bunch of fifty-point games in the playoffs. And as far as I'm concerned, and it sounds like we're in agreement. Those things are devalued. They're not like fifty-point games in the '80s or the '90s or even the aughts. They're not even like Kobe's fifty-point games um, because there's no resistance put forth to stop them. So what the hell are they used? I mean, what's what's the value of them? We wouldn't do well on pardon the interruption. We agree too much. <laughs> Tony and I agreed on those topics yesterday we could just be loud getting there there doesn't have to be there doesn't have to be fundamental disagreement we could just be loud getting here i don't even know what we're talking about today i don't know that we'll have topics that are as easily agreed upon as calipari and um some of the nfl stuff but you know it's just interesting i we're both old men get off our lawn um, and I don't know that we're going to have a lot of disagreement. About Mike, all else fails. Talk about the Cowboys and talk about LeBron. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what, Dan? I don't know that we're going to have that much disagreement on that, given what LeBron is doing right now. Um, and the Cowboys, we could have plenty of disagreement. I, I, I don't know what to make of them. It's just, just too much made of them. We're the, we're the only show that does not come in every day saying, Okay, the Cowboys are on the rundown. We're not. Every other show on the network is. And they'll sometimes Sports Center will call and say, Can you guys talk about the cow? And we say, No, <laughs> we're not doing that. Not doing that. Yeah. Well, hey, having been there at Sports Center where it felt like every night this is you gotta you talk know. about this. You gotta talk about yes. wait, Duke basketball? I mean, oh. <laughs> they're playing Vandy. Why do we have to talk about Duke against Vandy? Well, Coach K. Well, it shows you, though, Dan, some things can disappear. Because Duke basketball, yeah. at least for now, has. I watched you know, it, it, it. Yeah, it's sort of surprising. Yep. Um, and I don't know. You know, you got to give anybody time for adjustment. Um, but that look, we knew that was going to be a hard follow. You and I are old enough to yeah. remember you know, people, two coaches specifically, and even though their records were great, trying to follow John Wooden, you, I mean, it's, man, this is, maybe it's an impossible task. It's going to really bear watching. You know, college basketball, sadly, I know this must hurt you, having, having played it at a real level. It's a one, it's a six-week sport now, Dan. Mike, do you know who the favorite is? Into the Super Bowl. Do you know who's the favorite to win the national title? Who? Houston. I, you know, I was, I, I was going to say, I could have sounded smart by guessing Houston. I mean, I watched Houston play once early this year. They barely beat Virginia. I watched them one game. And, but, Dan, like, we don't know. I mean, something that used to be obsessive in the culture, in the sport culture. If you were a sports fan, you had college basketball on your radar not long after Christmas, and it stayed there till April 1st. Yes, because now we've we, the first six weeks off. We knew the players – they came back yeah. for a sophomore year or junior well, year. That, yeah, there's that. Yeah, the, Just there's the familiarity. That. We've lost the familiarity of college basketball. Football, you're locked in for three years. Even if you transfer, you're still in the sport itself. You're somewhere. Yeah. We can find you. Hey, we can find you after you emerge from the transfer portal. Are you and Tony attached that when 
you retire, you both retire at the same time. Have you discussed that? Uh, we have not. Um, that wasn't even on my radar for like 10 years, and it's on my radar. Um, Tony, you know him. How can he retire? If he has three days off, he's calling the producers for two of them to suggest show topics. <laughs> he, can't, he can't function without work. I can well, I don't Believe know me, if I can't. I don't know if Mr. Tony, if you'd call that work, Mike, because he's in his attic or basement or whatever room, <laughs> and he's and he's only there for twenty two minutes, and then you guys are done. Try to no, he's there on camera for twenty two minutes. Yeah, he's there for a lot longer. But but he does do his podcast. <laughs> I know that. Hey, I would yes. never, I would never let that job go. But Mr. Tony, podcast. No, well, I love I love doing the show every day. But PTI, you know, if I'm in assisted living, I would be doing PTI there. They would, they would be feeding me. They'd have to help feed me, change my diaper, and I'd still, I'd still be there doing PTI Dan, if I could. There's some people who may suggest we're way too close to that already. But, but he, listen, as long as he can take a break and go play golf every day, you know, then then he he probably could do it. But no, it, it's I don't have to. I don't. I don't think I'm as tied to anything as I was six years ago. And maybe that's because I'm an old man chasing around a freshman in high school who's got basketball practices and games and AAU. Dan, I'm, I'm 64 years old going to AAU games. I like it. I and, like and the coach will come out and, you know, the visiting coach will come out and say, hey, can you come over and let's have a chat? And, and you're here with your grandson, right? And I want to take a swing at the guy. Say no. Uh, good to talk to you, Mike. Uh, maybe we'll cross paths in Arizona. Wait, are you leaving Arizona when the Super Bowl gets there? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm there because the countdown is there all three uh, nights uh, that week. And so I'm around. So, you know, okay. they have clubs, will, you know, find me. Are you allowed to I go out? Hard to find. Are you allowed to go out? That's a good question. There's so much stuff going on. I, you know, Dan, I would like to, but I, I don't. I don't know that I can pull it off. I sound like Tony now, but I, I, I would like to. You know what? Okay. The bad part, Dan, is you know that the, the West is cold now. I mean, it's cold and rainy. Cal, I was in California Christmas Day. Okay, it was eighty. Since then, there've been highs in like around fifty degrees. It all feels like San Francisco. So I'm hoping that stuff goes away. Arizona's been the same way. I'm hoping that stuff goes away. Hey guys, way let's green. let's all pray for Michael Wilbon. Uh, thoughts and thoughts prayers. And prayers. Here we go, please. Yeah. Boy, if the please, just short of a GoFundMe. Come yeah, on, yeah, if they, <laughs> they go f you, uh, not go fund you. Yeah, uh, Mike. Thanks for joining us as always, buddy. Dan, thanks for having me. Uh, that's it. Michael Wilbon. Pardon the interruption. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 